good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and no Big J today. He's big time in us going on vacation, living it up, doing the high life stuff. And so it is celebrity co-host time for the next five shows. I will be honored to have a co-host in the studio with us talking a little bit about what they do, educating you, the Treasure Valley, about their ins and outs and their jobs and what makes them as cool as they are and why they call the Treasure Valley home. And so I'm going to let our celebrity co-host, number one, introduce themselves to you. Please go ahead. Good morning, Treasure Valley. Hi, I'm Alkali Lake, and I am a Twitch streamer, gamer, and cosplayer. And uh, congratulations on the incredible following that you have on social media. I know you bust your hump to make that happen, and so that's one of the things that we are going to talk about over the course of the show today. How you got into what you do, why you do what you do, what's your favorite thing about what you do. But I want to start with with your name, because I love it, number one, and I know that, that you have a lot of things that you're into. Is it based on the actual lake itself? Or is it an X-Men reference? That's the thing that I wanted to know right away. Well, I hope that, that people will notice it is an X-Men reference. <laughs> Wonderful. I am a 90s kid at Hearts and, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, you can't even forget that theme song, right? Exactly. So I love that that's the case. Uh, and so we're going to talk a lot about, uh, you know, one of the things that, that you brought up to me was nerd culture. And it's a very enduring term that a lot of people may be aware, aware of or not aware of, but we are going to make them more aware uh, out of the course of the show today. So first things first, if people want to follow you on any of the socials, what's a great way for them? to do that. So it's Alkali Lake everywhere, and it's kind of a weird one, A-L-K-A-L-I, and then underscore Lake with a Y, because I had to be special. Of course. Uh, to stand out amongst the crowd, that is wonderful. And you've got a great following on Twitch, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter as well, and even on Facebook. So you're not messing around on all the social medias. And and I like that about you, the fact that you take this kind of stuff seriously. You've got a lot of stuff that you are going to get into over the course of the show today. But I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for getting up stupid early, coming in here, and uh, and hanging hanging out with me for the next four hours and entertaining the Treasure Valley. And I appreciate it very much. So thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. You know, powered by coffee here. Exactly. We're going to learn a lot about Alkali over the course of the show today. We also have a chance for you to win some tickets. Uh, Volbeat and Ghost, the show coming up in January, goes on sale this morning officially at 10 a.m., We have your tickets before you can actually buy them. Plus, we have Black Label Society tickets to give away over the course of the show today. And, of course, we're also going to have some pop culture smackdown for you to earn those things. But we get started with some music here on the morning after. Let's do some bush. It's glycerine here on the X Rocks. It is Nick hanging out with Alkali Lake this morning. Uh, You can follow her on all the socials. We'll get into exactly how she got to as big as how she got here in a couple minutes. But we're going to do some important stuff, which is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And if you are somebody that likes to check out the Boise's Farmer Market from time to time, they have announced that they're going to close their walkthrough area this Saturday, September 25th. So basically, for a variety of reasons, they decided to cancel the usual farmer's market where you can walk through it. You are encouraged, though, to shop the drive through and you can still do the online store, although now it will close at noon. Organizers say that they're working closely with the city of Boise to figure out a way that honors the commitment, safety, and public health that they want to make sure that they are projecting there at the farmer's market. And Alkali, that's something that you enjoy going to from time to time, right? Oh, I love the farmer's market. I go as often as I can. Have you ever done the drive through thing? Is it different? Because this is something I'm not exactly familiar with. I have not. My brain is having a hard time processing how they're going to do that. I, it sounds like maybe you order stuff online and then you go through and you pick it up. And that's what the drive-thru is. I don't think like they have like a whole like road that you can drive through at the farmer's market. But just know that at least for this weekend, it's going to be a little bit different. And then after this weekend, we'll see what happens. Of course, they did announce earlier that visitors will need to bring proof of COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test within the last 48 hours to be a part of the walkthrough market. That may be something that they continue going forward if you're headed to that particular place. So something to keep in mind. We have a Broncos game this weekend. It is on the road for BSU. They're going to be taking on the undefeated undefeated Utah State Aggies. That's going to happen at Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's an early kickoff. It'll be on CBS. We'll see if the Broncos can end up actually pulling off a win on the road. They are 1-2 and two going into the game. Uh, do you fancy yourself a football fan? I fancy myself a Bronco fan. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, are you following the football team at all this year? Or have you been happy, disappointed, any of those things? 
You know, I'm, I'm happy just watching it anyway. It's become a family event for us. So win or lose, Broncos fans, and uh, we, you know, we tune in. I love that. I love that. Uh, 10 o'clock on Saturday. It'll be on CBS if you want to watch the game. There was a Thursday night football game last night between the Panthers and the Houston Texans. Panthers won 24-9, but... Christian McCaffrey got hurt again. Hamstring injury early in the second quarter. Didn't play in the second half. We'll see what ends up happening with him going forward. And we have more Tiger King to look forward to. It was one of the big things that everybody seemed to do at the beginning of the pandemic was stream Tiger King on Netflix. And now there's more Tiger King to come. Uh, It's called Tiger King Season 2, but don't really know how they're going to do this because the big part of Tiger King Season 1 was all the story leading up to the fact that now Tiger King is in jail where he belongs. And so where they go from here, I don't know. Carol Baskin's upset. That much I do know. Outside of that, I'm not sure that we are ready for a Tiger King season two. Is this one of the series that you partook in in the beginning of the pandemic? I did not. I'm kind of an anti-popular girl. Like, everyone was watching it, so I took my stand and didn't. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? It does. (laughs) And listen, be proud, because there's nothing good about that show. That is what we were talking about as as it kind of came and went. It was like, you realize that this really is just a, a show about awful people doing awful things to animals and and we watched it because there was nothing else going on and we were all stuck at home so congratulations on standing your ground and i certainly hope that you don't pick it up after season two i I, i'm trying to say i don't think a lot of people are going to watch season two like they did season one because i feel like we've kind of passed that moment but who knows but congratulations for not watching it it's actually pretty good on you i'm proud of you you should be proud of yourself as well Nevermind is 30 years old today. That's the last track on the album, Something in the Way, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is celebrity co-host time over the next five days. Going to have a bunch of different guests in studio, and it's an honor and privilege to kick things off with Alkali Lake. We just learned a little bit about her as we started off the show, but it's time to learn a little bit more. Alkali, you have done streaming. You've done cosplay. There's so much more to you and what you do, but how did you get started? When did you decide, okay, this is something that I want to do. I want to I want to take it to Twitch. I want to become a streamer. This is something I have a passion for. So I have kind of an interesting story. A lot of you may remember a show called Face Off on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. And I had auditioned for Face Off several times and got to the final casting round and never made it on the show. So I was the I was the almost girl there. And uh, so I got into special effects uh, makeup and started working on that. And then I realized I would just kind of like cut to the chase and get to the finish line on that and I most of the people who didn't make it on Face Off and didn't win would end up at Comic Cons and they would do makeup booths and, and makeup displays and and, and uh, different things like that at Comic Con so I was like I'll just do that and thankfully uh, Tree City Comic Con was coming to the valley and I contacted their director and said hey you need me I'm a special effects girl I'll do a makeup demo at the events and they were so excited brought me on and had me do makeup for their celebrity guests so I got to meet some celebrities do their makeup it was really cool And while I was there, I discovered the concept of cosplay and made it on the front page of our local paper as Boise's cosplayer after that show, (laughs) which was odd because I had just started. (laughs) What was your first one? I did a steampunk version of Poison Ivy. Okay, okay. And I imagine a lot of work went into that though, right? No, I bought it on Amazon and glued some (laughs) rhinestones to it and put some goggles on my face. I did not know what I was doing. Okay, all right. But that has more into somebody that really does know what they're doing. I right? really do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're an expert at it. And, you know, a, a lot of the things that you do incorporates not just costuming, but you've mentioned your makeup background. You don't mess around when it comes to that either when you do your costumes and cosplay, right? I, I don't. And I just, you know what? I'm kind of just a doer. You know, I, I don't like to... Maybe I don't like to fail. I, I feel like I'm in... Oh, no. I just hit like a psychotherapy breakthrough. Uh, <laughs> no, I just... You know what? If I'm going to do something, I just want to do it well. And so that's been happening since when? When did you start? That was 2001? So end of 2013, okay. getting into 2014. Beautiful. And so now we're going on seven years of doing it. If you check out your Instagram or your your Twitter or your social media pages, you see a lot of the cosplays that you've done over the years. Uh, you are a certainly a talented person. You put them all together yourself from scratch, right? That's the other thing. You make all of these, don't you? I do. And now I cosplay at a competitive level. So there's different types of compl- cosplay and, and 
when you hit the competitive level where you're competing for sometimes thousands of dollars and like all the glory, you you get really good at it and, and you you start getting a lot of different specialties. And so as you've developed this, this uh, you know, expertise in this particular side of things, when did you decide, okay, I also want to do streaming and I want to take it to Twitch and I want to do that angle of things as well? Well, I was at a Comic-Con and someone came up and casually asked if I play any games. And I said, yeah, I play Hearthstone a lot. And then they'd said, well, are you any good? Like, have you hit Legend? And I was like, well, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then I told them my rank and they were like, well, like streamers stream at that rank. Why aren't you streaming? And I was kind of like, what's streaming? So, I mean, I didn't know. And then, so once I, they opened my eyes to that world and I realized, oh my gosh, I can play video games on the internet and people will watch me play. Uh, you know, it just went from there. And you have a pretty, you know, loyal following as well on your Twitch and your streams. And then that has segued into the esports world as well too, right? It has. I have worked for an esports team for the last three years. As well as being uh, one of their talent members. Beautiful. And so it's it's a lot. I mean, that sounds to me like it's a lot of work. Is it? Esports is basically, I mean, you're in broadcasting, you're in mm -hmm. journalism. It is just a whole nother level of broadcasting. So it's the same as like being on a TV station or working for a radio station. You're on air talent and you're your own content creator. So with that has the same issues that go with any broadcasting. You know, you have your advertisers, you have your sponsors and you have to manage and work through it all. It's a lot of work. And I guess uh, that would make, uh, I would imagine, the the streaming that you do for Hearthstone for, for your own channel and the cosplaying, maybe even a break from that stuff because you can work at your own pace, you can do your own thing, you can be creative and you can make that, I guess, however you want to do it and schedule your streams however you want to schedule them, right? Oh, I'm so thankful for streaming because I was getting really burnt out on cosplay. You know, I had, um, I was gone like almost 20 weekends a year uh, traveling to different conventions across the country. There's over 400 conventions in the U.S. alone a year and I was doing a lot of them. So I needed a break. I was thankful for the break and you know, in any business, diversity... Uh, diversifying is what you need to do. So anytime I got bored of cosplay, I did streaming. And when I got burnt out on streaming, I'd make a new cosplay. One more time for those that are unfamiliar, where can they find you on the socials if they want to follow you, be it streaming or just checking out what you're up to on Instagram and stuff I like that? I am Alkali Lake Everywhere. It's kind of a weird one. A-L-K-A-L-I. And that's Lake with a Y. Um, type that in. You'll find me anywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. It is awesome to have her on the show. We're just scratching the surface of what Alkali is up to. We're going to get into more of that as the show goes on. We also have some important stuff on the way, along with We're Going to Hell. <laughs> Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Nick here alongside Alkali Lake, who is co-hosting the show with us today. We're going to talk a little bit more about the world of gaming and maybe even the future of it coming up here in a few minutes. But let's do some important stuff. Alkali, I know you have children. I have children, too. One of the things that my kids hate is homework 100% of the time. Uh, they don't like it. They don't want to do it. They can't stand it. And now it turns out that at least according to the National Education Association, uh, my kids are right. Uh, apparently, they should just get about 10 minutes of homework to do a night so that they can actually process the knowledge that they're getting outside of school. And that may actually help them out. If they're doing any more than that, apparently it's a waste of time and effort, according to the NEA. Uh, does that track for your children as well? Absolutely. I hate homework, too. I would love for it to be kept in the schools. I think so, too. I mean, I, I, I don't know if they have these things anymore in high schools because my kids aren't high school age yet. But, you know, we had study hall, at least for one particular period, where we could knock out a lot or at least most of the homework. That And I don't remember having a lot of homework in high school or maybe that was just the way I worked. But then again, I also barely passed. So uh, that could be a residing factor in why I don't remember doing a whole lot of homework. But I also remember hating it uh, my entire school career hating homework so this is nothing new it's just interesting that now they're cracking down on it and they think 10 minutes is the limit as to what the kids should be doing but i'll also say this i don't expect that to trickle down to our children anytime soon do you know what i'm saying i would hope that they don't uh push group projects meeting outside of school anymore either my sister affectionately refers to me as bad bomb and she means it in a good way but like 
She jokes because I'll get like a birthday invite in the mail or something and I just toss it to the side. I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't want to go to birthdays. I don't want to buy a present. You know what? I also don't want to drive my kid for some group project. Like, right. do it at school. Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, anything that needs to be done should be done in school, or at least a majority of it. Uh, I don't have a problem with a homework assignment every now and again, but like, if the kid's got two hours worth of homework on top of the eight hours worth of school, that seems cruel and unusual. And who knows what's going to happen going out, but it is at least nice to see that the National Education Association is saying, you know what, maybe we should take it easy on homework a little bit. we got a Broncos game coming up this Saturday. They're taking on Utah State on the road at 10 a.m. kickoff on CBS if you would like to watch the game. Congratulations to the Chicago White Sox. They clinched the NL Central with a 7-2 win over the Indians yesterday. First time they've won the division since 2008, and it's actually kind of a shock because everybody was giving the White Sox a hard time for hiring Tony La Russa, who is 76 years old, as their new manager, and sure enough, they end up winning the division. So we'll see what they do come playoff time, but they are in no matter what. Uh, Alkali, I, I don't know if you're a big Nicolas Cage fan or not. I know he is very, very strange in every way possible, some of it good, some of it bad, but apparently he was living his leaving Las Vegas life and got kicked out of a Las Vegas restaurant after being too drunk and got into an argument with the staff. The 57-year-old was uh, escorted out of a prime rib restaurant near the Las Vegas Strip last week. And, of course, uh, all the celebrity photographers were there. Apparently, he was so drunk that he was tripping on the sidewalk wearing his flip-flops. And then he was escorted out after arguing with the staff over something. I think they cut him off and he wasn't happy about it. So uh, I want Nicolas Cage to be okay. Uh, but this is not the first time that we've seen him get kicked out of a Las Vegas restaurant. Uh, the last time it happened, he was with Vince Neil of Motley Crue. And none of them looked great getting kicked out of the restaurant. So hopefully Nick Cage can turn it around because I don't like to see him getting kicked out of restaurants. It's not my style, you know? Yeah, Nick Cage sounds like my kind of guy, though. Like, this sounds this sounds great. I, I mean, leave him alone. He's just walking down the strip in his flip-flops. You know what? They probably got too hot and melted. It's happened to all of us, right? I'm sure there's a reason. Yes, the reason was he was hammered on tequila. But oh, okay. uh, either way, uh, I don't think they would let me into a strip, like a, like a real fancy restaurant on the strip with flip-flops. So Nick Cage still has that cred, at least, to be able to get into a restaurant wearing flip-flops. I'm not sure that's a thing a lot of us could pull off, but congrats I, I to him. I still like him. You know what? I'm I'm all right with it. I agree with you. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got Alkali Lake filling in today. We are going to go to hell together in a couple of seconds. Plus, we got to learn a little bit more about the world of gaming. That's coming up here in a few. On 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Knoxville, Tennessee for today's We're Going to Hell story. And, Alakai, this is something that I, I'm not going to say you have expertise in, but there is a list, <laughs> at least an angle to this story that I believe you can help us out with. And it's a story about a young lady in Knoxville that, that had herself uh, what can only be described a, as a rough day. Her name is Marissa Ferrante. She's 23 years old. And it all started when she was just driving down the road in her Pontiac Grand Prix. And uh, as she was driving down the road, this is kind of like a residential neighborhood. She's going about five miles an hour. And for some reason, she decided to just tuck and roll out of her car while it was still moving, right? So already we're in a tough situation. I don't know what made her decide to dive out of her car, but, you know, it's got to be hard to jump out of a moving vehicle when you're the only one in it. And then, of course, you're going to get bounced around a little bit on the road no matter how fast you're going, and she wasn't going very fast. But then when she got up, she saw the Grand Prix hit a guardrail, and then she a witness saw her set the car on fire. So for some reason, she was angry at that car. I don't know why. <laughs> and so she sets the car on fire. It is now ablaze uh, uh, next to a guardrail in this residential neighborhood. And that's when the witness noticed that uh, Marissa is wearing a mask. And that's pretty much it. So she's also fully nude as she has jumped out of this moving vehicle. She's now all, you know, covered up in, in road rash, essentially, which is never a good look and probably pretty painful. And then the witness also noticed that she was wearing underwear, but then she had a tail attached to the underwear. And uh, the, the witness said it looked like a very long raccoon tail. Uh, that was attached either to the underwear or some other thing. And so uh, as somebody that has put together a bunch of different costumes 
you can at least uh, admire her commitment, I imagine, right? Well, I mean, thank you for tying in the costume part, because (laughs) I'm afraid that you're going to make the listeners feel like this is something I have a deep connection with. You're like, Alkali, hey, this is something you might know something about, being nude and setting your car on fire. No, not that part. Come on. Um, All I can say is there was a spider, Nick, okay? Yeah, okay. There was a spider. Burn it down, okay? <laughs> so, if there's a spider in the car, yeah. you can understand her ditching out of the yeah, vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure that, I mean, at least that's the expl- explanation for that part, right? Now, the tail, though, okay? So, my experience with this is deep fantasy crossover stuff. I don't know. Um, You know, maybe she's a costume builder, but highly doubtful. She's just in... Mm, I... The reasons I can think of that this would be for are not good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we've talked. It's it's not something that you have expertise with, but there is a whole furry thing out there that there this is. could be part of it, right? There could be. You know, mad respect for those people who put furry costumes together because those are some technical difficulties. So, like from a costumer <laughs> standpoint, mad respect. From the culture that can sometimes be come with that and the the fantasy level and deep crossover stuff i'm backing out nick i'm I'm backing out of this one i respect that uh and so what happened was she ended up getting in trouble because believe it or not all the things that she was doing was illegal uh she was arrested for indecent exposure evading arrest criminal trespassing uh of course uh, leaving the scene of an accident as well and arson charges so she's got five charges coming her way that could lead to some trouble don't know what's going on and uh, i do not know i cannot confirm or deny your theory of a spider. I like it, however. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily does that explain why she was naked driving the car, but I do appreciate the bailout theory. What if it was on her clothes, man? I'm peeling them <laughs> off, right. too. Okay. Spider? No. Shirt off. Pants <laughs> off. No. Spider? Card? Burn. Understood. Well, then maybe maybe she has... A, maybe you could be a criminal defense attorney and really come up with a real good reason for I her. I feel like I understand where she's coming from here. The mask was left on so she didn't have to see the spider. Mm-hmm. I don't Oh wait, was the mask over her mouth? I think it was like a, yeah, like a like a like a mask that you're supposed to wear. The spider had COVID. That's yes. what that's what <laughs> yes. it was. I, she was yep. protecting herself. She was protecting herself from spider COVID. Exactly. Uh, and we'll just leave the tail out of it when it comes yeah, to the criminal case. Minor point. Minor point. Exactly. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Alkali Lake. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the future of gaming here in a second. But that's your we're going to hell story here on the X Rocks. Rob. <laughs> That's the Foo Fighters. That is the pretender here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Today, we have Alkali Lake joining me as the co-host on the show as Big J enjoys some vacation. Alkali, thank you again for getting up early and coming in here and talking about all the things that you do. And as we kind of progress in this show, we're learning more and more about how many different things that you have going on, which is a lot. But one of the things that has been a very big focus is gaming and streaming for you. And one of the biggest you know, gaming companies out there is Blizzard. And if somebody maybe isn't familiar with Blizzard and what they do, how would you explain it to the layman, if you will? Well, Blizzard is probably best known for World of Warcraft. And that's a game that's been around for a long time. There's even been a movie about it. And they make games such as Overwatch. And they recently uh, merged with Activision, which makes Call of Duty. So, you know, very big household names there for Blizzard. And when you do a lot of your Twitch streaming, uh, another one of the games that they're involved in is the one that you are very passionate about, right? What's that one called? So I play Hearthstone, which is the card game version of World of Warcraft. So it has all the lore and all the cool characters from World of Warcraft without any of the you know, massive multi-online role-player game stuff. I just get to play the card game version. And, you know, for me, that works a lot better. It's a little bit easier to plug and play, I suppose, right? If you will, yes. you kind of log on and play a couple of hands and then you're done for the day exactly. or whatever. Exactly. I'm a I'm a personality, right? I, I love people. <laughs> I love chatting. So it's a turn-based game. And that's what's great about it. I get to make my turn. takes a minute. And then I get to talk to my crowd of people that are in my Twitch stream. So turn, talk, turn, talk. It's perfect. And I, I got I to gotta give you credit. And anybody that streams will tell you this. I mean, you have to have, you know, your head on a swivel when you're doing that stuff because the the chat room moves so quickly. Sometimes it's like, wow, how does she keep up with all the things that are going on? And I imagine that's just a learned skill, correct? 
Yeah, it, it's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. But also, you know, one of the things that you had talked about on, on your social media was maybe an opportunity to work for Blizzard, which is pretty cool. I imagine almost the pinnacle of things when it comes to gaming and streaming, right? Yeah, I mean, it's weird. This little Idaho girl started out doing makeup and working in hair salons, and I moved into cosplay, into gaming, and now I'm, I'm you know, really looking at the potential to work in the esports industry. I've worked in uh, esports for three years now as a talent and sales and sponsorship manager for my esports team, and yeah, I have applied for a role at Blizzard, and, you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm very, very happy for you, and I hope that you certainly uh, get the job. And, you know, it's also one of those things that gives us an opportunity to talk about something that is a pretty big topic when it comes to gaming, and that is women in gaming. And, you know, you have done interviews about this. You've talked about this on several different platforms. But, I mean, Blizzard is also one of those companies that the history of it is questionable at best and there it seems like they're doing everything they can to fix that and as a woman that that is pretty big about representation in gaming what's that like for you to go through this process with that company and then overall in general yeah i mean i got into you know some hot water so to speak when people found out i was wanting to work for a company that's under a huge amount of public scrutiny right now for their fair treatment of women in gaming fair pay and equal representation and all i can say is that the department i want to work for is fantastic oh I love the dev team um, on Hearthstone, and they're so wonderful to work with. Um, and so, even if I, you know, don't progress further with the job, I, I will work in esports in some capacity. And I, I'm really pushing for fair representation for women in gaming. And one of the big things that we see this in is invitationals. You know, uh, I'm not pushing for fair representation for merit-based gaming, meaning if somebody wins their spot or does well in a tournament, you know, that's that's merit-based. If you if you won your spot, you won your spot, whether you're male or female. But for invitationals, there should be a fair representation for women. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, as we go forward, it's something that obviously I think a lot of places are going to have to keep in mind and hopefully be cognizant of as they put together these particular tournaments. But also from a behind the scenes standpoint, it also has to be nice to get some representation there as well, right? Absolutely. The thing is, if people stop playing Blizzard games or people stop playing Activision games because of the the public scrutiny they're under right now, remember that women are making those games. You're only hurting women in gaming if you stop using their content. Um, I know so many people on the dev team and so many people on design team that work for Blizzard that are female. You'd be surprised how many people are female working on games right now. And, you know, only stopping supporting them. So stopping supporting the game is actually hurting women in gaming. Yeah, it, it is weird, uh, the the line that some people decide they want to draw when it comes to that kind of stuff, as ridiculous as it may seem from the outside looking in. But also, a, as a female content creator, I imagine that's something that you deal with on a fairly regular basis, too, unfortunately, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the stigma of women in gaming is absolutely there. I mean, it is getting better, a lot better. And so I'm thankful for the people who've made the change to understanding that this isn't just a male game. But something that I said to Blizzard recently in, in a private conversation with someone at the company was that most women, if you ask them how they got into gaming, they'll say, oh, I, le I learned from my boyfriend or my boyfriend was playing the game. And so when the number one answer is my boyfriend, I want that answer to change to because I wanted to or because I was playing with my dad or I was playing with my mom. And one thing I love about Hearthstone is they have something called a uh, fireside gathering. And you can actually, for family game night, instead of like doing a board game around the table, you could play like Hearthstone together online. And it's the same thing as like a board game because it's a turn-based card game. So there's a lot of opportunities for women in the future to say, because I learned with my family, because I wanted to, not because your boyfriend did it. Yeah, you have a lot of great ideas. I certainly hope Blizzard sees that. And as you move forward, it's something that you're able to implement uh, if you get the job at the company. But also, I want to get into this a little bit later on in more detail, but uh, one of the things I love about you, if you follow you on social media, is you, you want to help other people be good content creators. And I imagine that comes in handy, whether it's cosplay or it's somebody that wants to do streaming. You have tips, you have ideas for people, and I bet you, you have some women that have looked up to you and probably contacted you and said, hey, thank you for doing this. I'm looking to build my brand as well on, on some of the tips that you have given me. Absolutely. I, I have coached a lot of women and I do. I give a lot of tips online about how to stream. And if you follow my Twitter, that's where you'll find those. And the big thing I tell people, probably the biggest tip I can give female gamers getting into this is if you decide to stream or you decide to create content around this, don't be afraid of the ban or block button. Don't try to be nice. I was talking to Nick about this earlier and I tried so hard to like help people because I'm sympathetic. And, you know, when people are mean, it's, it could be coming from a bad place. So I was trying so hard to figure these people out and help them. But now, you know what? 
I just hit that ban button. I don't need you. Smart. Smart. Yeah, because listen, uh, as I've said a billion times on this show, guys can be real jackasses. So sometimes you have to do what it takes to make sure that you are treated with the respect that you deserve. And certainly you do that. If somebody would like to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, any social media, how's the way they can do that, Alkali? It's Alkali Lake, and it's A-L-K-A-L-I, sometimes underscore, sometimes not, and it's Lake with a Y. Beautiful. Search it up and follow her on all the social medias. You'll be happy that you did. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about this coming up in a few minutes. Plus, we got ourselves your chance to check out Ghost and Volbeat. We're going to do some nerd culture smackdown coming up in a few. Here's traffic. I know you're not a super big fan of trivia, Alkali, but we are going to make this work. I promise you. I promise you. Nick here, Alkali Lake, also hanging out with me this morning as celebrity co-host number one. We're going to do some important stuff. It's all brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And uh, I don't know about you, but one of the things that we did during the pandemic, apparently, was drink a lot. Uh, we talked about how Americans had bought booze from the beginning of the pandemic, and now it's it's kind of starting to catch up on us a little bit. Uh, because there's a bunch of states out there, including the state of Idaho, that's experiencing alcohol shortages on some particular alcohols. Supply chains are falling, uh, shipping costs are causing prices to skyrocket, and so a lot of places on the East Coast right now are feeling these particular burns, but some of the flyover states like Idaho and the Midwest have felt these for a while because it's difficult, or more difficult anyway, to get some of these particular brands into our backyard. And so uh, they're having issues with you know pricing and price gouging, and a lot of things finding them out of stock. Uh, Apparently, the chief economist for the Distilled Spirits Council, Dr. David Ozgo, says that he didn't think anybody would see the kind of demand that we're seeing right now, particularly on high-end, super-premium, expensive alcohol products. He says that inventory issues are affecting every aspect of the alcohol beverage supply chain, with some alcohol brands having real issues, even making bottles right now. And so that's part of the problem. So if you're going to the liquor store and you're not finding your super-high-end, fancy liquor, that's probably why also don't be surprised if this carries over for a little while going forward which is why uh, alkali i believe in drinking the cheapest stuff possible you'll never run out of that Ooh, i don't know ouch though <laughs> oh, no you're right you feel the burn yeah. there's there's a give and take there there's no doubt about it but at least you know there's always going to be that swill and you have that to look forward to no matter what in yeah, case I, things no get bad. i think i would give it up yeah did you just say swill oh, oh sure man. sure none of that stuff is good for you you know that <laughs> But uh, I appreciate your commitment, and that's something else, too, to just go, you know what? I'd rather not drink at all. Nick, uh, did you hear about Mom Osas? No, I have not. Yeah, so I in the pandemic, we don't, you know, we don't call them Mom Osas anymore. We needed to get through homeschool, so it's <laughs> Mom Osas. And that would fuel your early morning schooling? Sure. I love it. I love it. And probably, you know, increase the fun of whatever the curriculum was that day, right? Yeah. That's Match, like. math. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, we got a Broncos game this weekend tomorrow morning, believe it or not. They're going to play Utah State. 10 a.m. kickoff. It's going to be on CBS. The Broncos are taking on Utah State, who are undefeated. They are on the road. We had an NFL game last night. Panthers beat the Texans 24-9. to It was a pretty yawner of a game. Christian McCaffrey, however, did get banged up in the second quarter. Hamstring injury. Not exactly sure how long he'll be out. Sam Darnold had a game, though. 304 yards through the air, ran for a couple of touchdowns. And uh, here's a little something about the nerd culture. They have announced there's going to be an animated Super Mario Brothers movie. And Chris Pratt and Charlie Day will voice Mario and Luigi. And they're not messing around with the stars involved in this particular one. Anna Taylor-Joy is going to be Princess Peach. The rest of the cast is Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. So I guess this has got to be like a Mario Kart thing, right? I, I'm not sure, but I'm excited about it. I saw all the images go out yesterday, and like Twitter was hype. Yeah, I mean, they were very excited for it. And uh, I, I, I'm quite frankly, I'm amazed it took them this long to get a Mario Brothers movie on the actual docket, but it appears to be happening. But the other angle that we were talking about was there are some people upset that they're going the celebrity route in this thing, right? Yeah. So we were talking earlier and the great thing about, you know, there was some positives that came out of the pandemic, right? And it was like great for voice actors because a lot of films and TV shows weren't filming in person for a good while because of the pandemic. So voice actors got their time in the sun and we started appreciating them a bit more. And a lot of us on Twitter and nerd culture were hoping some of the popular you know, VOs uh, 
uh, voiceovers would go to some good voice actors. And it didn't. It went to the celebrities again. And we get it, you know, like Chris Pratt. I mean, amazing. But still... Yeah, you'd like to see a little bit of the people that, you know, make some of these characters really come to life, get a little bit of credit once it goes to that next level. Yeah, know? I'm a gamer. Let's let's bring on some of the voices from, like, Call of Duty and, right? you know, World of Warcraft. Let's go. But you know these studios want to sell the tickets I and celebrities know. do that. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Alkali Lake is with us in studio. She is the co-host number one. Big J enjoying some vacation. Uh, we are going to transform Pop Culture Smackdown into Nerd Culture Smackdown coming up here in a few minutes. Hang on for that. You're going to have to defeat Alkali in order to gain some tickets to a show that you can't even buy tickets to yet. Ooh, bring it on. That's next on the X Rocks. A very special edition of Pop Culture Smackdown today. It is Nerd Culture Smackdown. Uh, you will be battling Alkali Lake in a uh, basically a no-holds-barred battle of nerd culture supremacy. Your goal is to defeat her in this particular battle uh, until she gets a question wrong, which may be more difficult than you think. But if you've been paying attention to what we've been talking about all morning long, you may do okay in this particular quiz, regardless of how nerdy your culture may be. So if you want to play, it's time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. You will be playing for a pair of tickets to check out Ghost and Volbeat at the Ford Idaho Center on the 28th of January. That show officially goes on sale at 10 o'clock this morning. You will get your grubby little hands on some tickets before you can even even buy them. So now would be the time to get on the phone. Alkali, how are you feeling? I'm nervous. Okay. Uh, that's I perfect. have full faith in the Treasure Valley. <laughs> we will see how they do uh, and this particular nerd culture smackdown. Hello, The X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Chris. All right, Chris, you are up first. Here's your first question. This yearly comic and pop culture event has taken place in California since 1970 and has become, they even hold the trademark for other events that they hold across the country. What event is it? Uh, Comic-Con. That is correct. Right. Good job, Chris. You are officially taken on Alkali. Alkali, what city does Comic-Con traditionally take place in every year? Well, San Diego. Right. See, you're one and oh. Good job. Chris, back to you. The activity and performance art in which participants wear costume and fashion accessories to represent a specific character is called what? Uh, cosplay. Right. Correct. Alkali, back He's to cheating. you. <laughs> this character <laughs> who first appeared in Batman the Animated Series and later in movies like Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey is a fairly popular character in cosplay. Who would that be? Oh, well... The Joker. The Joker is not exactly what we're looking for. What? A little bit more on the female side of things. Oh, well, Harley Quinn. Right. Now you got it. But now it's you also got the Joker. It. Yeah, but the Joker oh. didn't first appear in Batman the Animated oh, Series. That's shoot. the only part that is a little bit different. Oh, part no. of the question that threw you off your game. Chris, congratulations. You defeated he Alkali. Got me. You got tickets to Ghost and Volby, my friend. Please hang on one second. And listen, I'm going to go through these nerd culture questions with you because now I've done all this work and I want you to get these right and just to show you how you would do. So here's the next one, Alkali. People can stream themselves playing video games and lots of other things on this website that begins with a T. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> that would be Twitch. Right. Correct. Now, Twitch happens to be owned by what online commerce giant? Oh, I get my paychecks from Jeff Bezos, so uh, that's Amazon. Right. Correct. Uh, this fantasy tabletop role-playing game was originally designed by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson and published in 1974. What's it called? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And the last question would have been, the standard seven-dice D&D set starts with a D4, but it goes all the way up to what number side die? Oh, cha-ching, that's a D20. Right. You would have knocked it out of the park. <laughs> oh, no. You just tripped up on the Harley Quinn one. That's it, but good job. Oh, See? man. You know your well, nerd congrats culture. congrats to Chris. Good job. Hang on one second, brother. We'll get some information from you make sure you're all set and good to go there that's your nerd culture smackdown alkali and i will do some headlines those are next on the x rocks hey. headlines are brought to you by team mazda if you need a car loan do-over get online pre-approval with the i pre-check button at goteammazda.com you know the one you hear about on the x all the time it is available for you at goteammazda.com alkali lake is hanging out with me we are going to do some headlines they are as follows alkali just pick your favorite headline the first one is not very subtle not how that works, or keep an eye out. Okay, so not very subtle, not how that works, and keep an eye out? Yes, ma'am. Ooh, boy. Okay, Um, keep an eye out. 
If you live in Maryland, you might want to be on the lookout for a zebra. A gentleman named Chris Horrell says he spotted one on a residential street called Croom Rome in Prince George County on Tuesday night. Uh, even captured video of it. And last week, apparently there was another resident that spotted three zebras while he was taking out his trash. And then another resident saw five zebras behind her home. This comes earlier after this month after animal control officers said that they had at least five zebras on the loose for several days after escaping from, wait for it, a private zoo in somebody's backyard. A total of five zebras escaped from a herd of 31 on the same farm. I didn't know you could have zebras on a farm. They probably shouldn't. And now they're loose and running around. And I don't know, are zebras dangerous animals? I don't know that much about them. I, I don't know, but before you said it was a zoo, I was like, is this a state where, like, moonshine is popular? <laughs> like, the people just seeing zebras instead of pink elephants? Like, what is this? You may but, be right. Yeah, it could have been an optical illusion. But no, it sounds like a, a Tiger King situation gone awry once again. Oh, no. Uh, somebody had a weird zoo happening in their backyard, didn't uh, keep hit, track of the animals very well, and a bunch of zebras got out. Okay, but, but 31? That's a lot of zebras, right? Yeah, I mean, what do you say? Like, when people ask you, what's your hobby? What do you collect? You're just like, oh, zebras. I mean. <laughs> That's like a safari. That's not really a zoo either. That's a whole other thing going on there. Maybe they're like Cruella and they're they're saved like 99 Dalmatians. <laughs> they're trying to get like 99 to make something catastrophic with them. I don't know. What is this? I don't like this, it. Nick? I don't like it. I'll be <laughs> honest. Not very subtle or not how that works. Ooh, okay. I like not how that works. A Florida man uh, tried to trade in a vehicle from the same dealership he stole it from, according to police. Lake City Police responded to a report of a stolen vehicle of a Chrysler dealership on Monday, and employees told officers that the man then returned and tried to trade in his vehicle for a new one, but because, you know, when you trade in something, they have to check the VIN number, they're like, hey, this was the car that was stolen from our dealership just a couple days ago. And then the guy was like, yeah, you got me. I stole your car. And so police showed up and said that, the, you know, not only that, but they also had the guy stealing the car on the camera system. So that led to his arrest on charges, including grand theft of a motor vehicle and criminal mischief. So uh, that's returning to the scene of the crime to the nth degree. Probably not very smart at all. At all. Oh, jeez. Okay, they, they weren't from Idaho, right? <laughs> nope, Florida. Okay, okay. Florida. Oh, Florida. All right, well, that makes sense. Yes, you could almost always guarantee if somebody's doing something really dumb, Florida's probably involved in some way, shape, or form. And we'll wrap it up with not very subtle. Police in Canada saw a pickup truck towing a boat that failed to have operating trailer lights. Usually, police just pull you over and say, hey, listen, uh, that's not a good idea. You might want to get that fixed, and we're prepared to do so. But that's when the vehicle owner fled. Later, after hitting several curbs and causing several severe vehicles damage, the driver lost control, stuck, uh, struck a power line cable support, and then knocked out electricity in a neighborhood. Plus, the uh, truck then flipped over along with the fishing boat that he was trailing. And that's when he tried to get away on foot, uh, but that didn't work well, uh, well either. So a reminder that when you're towing something, be it a boat or a trailer or anything else, probably the worst time to run from police. Never like it. There's never a good time to do that. But that's probably among the worst, just so you know. See, that story I can picture happening in Idaho. You're right. Like, that would happen here. <laughs> just on my way to Lucky Peak, mister. And, <laughs> and next thing you know, everything's flipped over. But luckily, everybody was quote-unquote okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. In this case, Alkali Lake joining us. That's going to do it for headlines. We are going to learn a little bit more about what Alkali does and how exactly she does it here in a few seconds. Hold on for that, please. <laughs> That's the latest from Hailstorm back from the dead here on the morning after on 100.3 The X Rocks. They're going to be here on November 4th. Go to xrock.com if you want to grab your tickets to that particular show. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. They always put on a great show and Rival Sons along for the ride, too. That doesn't suck either. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nick here with my celebrity co-host number one. It is Alkali Lake, who is, uh, if I had to put a big umbrella on things, I would say content creator. You do a lot of different things from streaming, which we've covered, to cosplay, which we've covered, to all sorts of different things that you put together. You you love giving people tips and ideas on how to improve their brand online. But the other thing that you do as well is you have an Etsy store, which is a lot of the skills that you've incorporated in your cosplay that you do for other people. And I imagine that keeps you pretty busy, right? 
Yes, I just started this Etsy store and it's been so much fun. And we were joking earlier, but you guys, if you see a whole lot of Sylvies from uh, Loki from Disney, uh, this Halloween, I am at least partially responsible for that. I have been making a ton of Lady Loki slash Sylvie corsets and crowns. And a lot of people in the Valley have actually been buying them. That's awesome. Uh, great show. Makes sense that it's going to be a popular Halloween character. And, and even more uh, cool about this is this is a skill that you almost essentially taught yourself, right, on how to yes. make these things and put this stuff together. And years of practice, is, that's what we're, is that what we're talking about? So many years of practice. And um, I do customs, so people can contact me directly through my Etsy store and ask me to do a custom. I just did the most amazing Tila from Masters of the Universe, if anybody remembers, you know, the cartoon from yeah. the 80s, He-Man and She-Ra, and I was thrilled to do that. So I love getting custom commission requests. Is it one of those deals where uh, sometimes you'll get a request that you're not familiar with the character or anything like that, or are you pretty well versed in this kind of stuff? Sometimes, I mean, gaming and games are getting so popular, and recently I've got requests from a game called Warframe. I don't know if you've heard about that, but the it, unlike traditional armor, the characters are very organic looking. Like, the, they're wearing armor like an outer like exoskeleton so to speak but it's curved and creative and I was looking at this thing like oh my gosh how am I gonna do that I love this but yeah absolutely and I'll research it and I'll look into it but I, I think at this point I can pretty much make anything and every job I'm sure is a challenge and I imagine fairly time consuming right yeah sometimes these costumes can take hundreds of hours like the Sylvie corsets though they just take me a few hours each and I can you know send them on their way but yeah I made a robot from World of Warcraft it is a goblin mech suit and that took like 400 hours God, it's crazy and you know you, you talk about the time that goes into you know putting these pieces together for you and your cosplay competitions that you do and then you also do the streaming and, and so i imagine it's a lot of stuff going on at once and so there has to be some sort of balance there as you like to put it right yeah yeah and actually it's a mess too my amazing husband is a nightmare like i'll have like <laughs> robot parts on the kitchen table i'll have like i it's it's freaking everywhere i i have two closets okay for cosplay. oh three because then i have a portable one in one of the bays of the garage poor right, guy. That's but fair. yeah i talk about balance a lot because especially people hear me say like you know you can be a gamer it's a viable career now it's an actual profession go for it do it and kids hear this and they get so excited like see mom i told you but I want people to know that you know it, there has to be balance I don't just sit home and play video games all day and, and sew costumes all day like work-life balance is very important and even though I say yeah you can make this a career like you know don't veg out in front of your PC screen all day and eat Cheetos you know? right right I mean there's got to be you know and, and one of the tips that, that I saw that you gave somebody is you know sometimes longer streams are going to help you build that brand but you also have to be able to know when to say when I imagine with some of that stuff right exactly and you know this with content you know good content's good content only for so long and if you stream too long or or you're making a youtube video it's too long people will tune out so you got to find a point to cut it off where the content's still good yeah and for sanity's sake too i mean being able to have a life outside of some of the things that you're doing are important to you and your family and all those things yeah and we live in beautiful idaho i mean i don't want to be in front of a screen all day i mean we have the foothills and the mountains and it's almost snowboarding season i'm so excited um so yeah i mean get out there and enjoy this beautiful state too. If you are looking for tips on how to do things the right way, if you're looking for really cool ideas for cosplay or other, or you just want to check out a really cool stream from time to time, uh, Alkali is the way to go. Where can people follow you one more time? Well, if you want to see me stream, I stream on Twitch and I also make how-to videos on YouTube. This is under Alkali Lake. And then if you just want to see cool pictures or hear about my life and watch me, you know, talk about weird things on Twitter, <laughs> it's all under Alkali Lake. Beautiful. Check it out for yourself. She's a great follow and all sorts of cool things are happening on all those channels. And you know, to your credit, also different content on each one. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I imagine that's that's also a lot to keep track of because your your YouTube channel is different sometimes than what's going on in your Twitch and your Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So it's got to be a lot to keep up in the air. Yeah, I move my content around a lot. Twitch, Twitter is for a lot of gaming because Twitter is so deeply connected to Twitch and how it works. Mm -hmm. um, but people on Instagram, they just want to see pretty pictures. So <laughs> right. I keep all the gaming talk off of there. Beautiful. Uh, it's great to check out all those different avenues. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. Plus, we got your bad impressions, your chance to win some Black Label Society tickets next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, The X. Alkali Lake is the co-host this morning. She's done a fantastic job. That will continue for the next half an hour, and we are going to give away a prize right now for you to check out Black Label 
Society coming to the Knitting Factory Concert House on October the 4th. And if you'd like to be there, you just have to figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. I have three clues. They revolve around somebody that is really, really famous. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less, then I will send you to Black Label Society, and hopefully you will have a good time. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hi. What's up, man? What's your name? Keegan. All right, Keegan, you're up first. Are you ready, sir? Yep. Clue number one, I usually do things Big Willie style. Uh, Will Smith. Dude, one and done. That's all you needed. Good job. Obviously, you had the album Big Willie Style. That's what I'm guessing, Keegan. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I, you cut out. I didn't hear you. Uh, that's all right. It's for the best. Trust me. We were going to talk about your your Will Smith uh, rap fandom, but I'm glad you didn't oh. get to hear that. But hang on one second, dude. I'll hook you up with those Black Label Society tickets. Clues two and three, just for fun, was uh, He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. Of course, a reference to their first uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince album. And then... I'm also one of the biggest movie stars in the world, starring in A Few Men in Black movies, Independence Day, and Ali as well. And Will Smith is today's bad impression because it's his birthday tomorrow. If you had to guess, Alkali, how old do you think Will Smith is? Mm, 47. God, he's going to be happy you said that. He's 53 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, It is his 53rd birthday tomorrow, actually. Uh, Just heard earlier this week, too, that he and his wife are okay. They had a house fire in their house in their basement. And everybody got out okay, but I guess he's going to probably celebrate by uh, doing manual labor in his house or paying somebody to do it for him. One of the two. One of the two. But happy birthday to Will Smith. Morning after, we are going to wrap up today's show and learn a little bit more about Alkali. That's happening next on the X Rocks. That's the Foo Fighters. Their new one It's called Making a Fire here on the morning after. And it's been an honor and privilege to hang out this morning with Alkali Lake. Thank you so much for being our first celebrity guest. You absolutely knocked it out of the park. I appreciate all the early morning and the uh, the fun that you were willing to have with us. And you were a fantastic guest host. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I've I, The X has been my favorite station since I was in high school. I, and I will happily pay you for saying that. Thank you very much as well. Uh, but listen, to, to when I sent out the email, you don't know how people are going to react, but it was really cool to hear that coming back and, and have you come in and, and do this with me. So thank you very much. It's an open invitation whenever you want to come back and talk about whatever. Uh, we have an open door policy, so please come on back anytime you want to. And here's hoping big things happen for you at Blizzard down the road. Uh, that's what we're all cheering for as well, and we got a chance to talk about all the stuff that you're up to because uh, we were talking right now is a really good time to be a content creator, right? Absolutely. The pandemic pandemic, you know, is bad and terrible and scary, but it opened up a whole bunch of cool things. And we're seeing a lot more content creators starting to make content. Yeah, exactly. And there's lots of different content out there that you can create. Maybe you don't even think that this would be a YouTube channel or it could be something that people would stream. But the craziest stuff sometimes get the most loyal of followers. And it's it's really cool to kind of follow that passion of yours. As long as you have the ability to pull it off, the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, absolutely. And what a great time for moms right now. I'm just going to say that. Like, there's moms on TikTok. They're talking about, like, parenting their kids or, like, whatever crazy part of their life is going on. Like, all of, and it's just, like, normal life. And they're successful. And it's amazing. And it is. Sponsorships are lining up for that. You guys, get out there. If you have something cool that you do or you're passionate about. Or, you know what? Maybe you're just boring mom like me. Like, there's a space for you on the internet. <laughs> it's good advice. There's plenty more of that on Alkali's social media. Uh, please, one more time, give the people where they can go and find you if they want more information about Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thanks, you guys. Uh, again, Alkali Lake, you can find me for YouTube tutorials on cosplay and streaming on my YouTube. Uh, all of it's under Alkali Lake. Uh, Twitter for just gaming posting and Instagram and Facebook for pretty pictures. Beautiful. And, uh, of course, you can keep an eye out on Twitch and YouTube as well because every once in a while she'll pop up and do some really cool streaming and you can learn a little bit there as well. Uh, but it was great to have you and thank you again, Alkali, for coming in. We appreciate it. Thanks, Nick. Of course. Uh, the guest host fun continues. Uh, Jen Adams, who's a fantastic stand-up comedian, also the owner and operator of Lounge at the End of the Universe, is going to join me on Monday. We'll have a big concert announcement for you on that day as well, so tune in for some additional fun. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. Mm-hmm.